Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Talk Recorded live. Hello? Hello. Hey, Leslie. Kevin Davis here. How are you? Hey, Kevin. I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. Well, I just was watching the video again on the story of This My Inheritance and uh, excited to talk about our fourth track already from Poets and Saints. Oh, man. Awesome. Um, I think it was around this time a year ago we talked about uh, I Surrender together. And then, you know, we've done You You Hold It All Together and also Path of Sorrow. And yeah, I love that this one is is based on, as you said, you know, Saint Peter. You know, we more commonly call him Peter, and, Peter. <laughs> and just his role uh, in having literally been there with Jesus, and yeah. how how putting those words to a song, you know, right in scripture and singing a song based on scripture is really what my whole behind the song ministry is all about, which is how do we put yeah. the the words of scripture into the mouths of believers and then ideally even attract people who don't yet know that saving love of Jesus to want to know him more. And uh, yep. yeah, I'd love to hear a little bit of your whole description of that trip to Rome and what it was like in writing this song because that seems like a pretty cool experience. Man, it, that, that that song I feel like was one of the sweetest to write because that's the way we wrote it. It was just looking at scripture, and uh, I remember we had a we had a writing session that day set up with Jason Ingram, and then our um, our longtime friend and producer Paul Mabry, and we were I think I had maybe been reading First Peter that morning, and mm. those verses they just came so quickly looking at that scripture, and um, this my inheritance will never spoil or fade until he comes my salvation in heaven kept by grace like there's it, it it all just kind of flowed straight out of the scripture that when we walked in to share that with the guys um we said this is definitely what we have to write because 
it's words straight from Peter's mouth. And, and that's, mm. that's the, the beauty of the project for us was being able to take a lot of the writing and uh, the pieces from these poets and saints and put them into songs and uh, just reshaping uh, their words to some degree uh, to be more singable. But um, this one felt extra special because it was scripture and the trip uh, that, that was our last day on the trip. So <laughs> we had spent, 14 days in 12 cities on a bus with 13 people. So we were exhausted and we get yeah. to Rome and it's a hundred and some degrees and uh, we're walking around the city trying to figure out where do we go? How do we, you know, do we go to St. Peter's Basilica? So that's what we thought. Let's just go to the Basilica. And as we're walking toward Vatican city, they have, uh, they have the whole place barricaded off and we didn't realize, but, later that night we found out the Pope was making an address and uh, so they had everything roped off so we're like well we're gonna have to change the plan and um, and so we stood we stood actually in the middle of Vatican Way right there uh, in front of Vatican uh, St. Peter's Basilica and we just had this conversation about a man who uh, was an eager and ambitious follower of Jesus and oftentimes the you know, the first one through the wall, the guy who made, he was like the, the living example for Jesus. I feel like um, every time I read stories of Peter, I'm like, he gave, he gave Jesus a, a pretty easy um, job. He's like, let's, let's yeah. take Peter, for instance. <laughs> Either <laughs> right, do what right. Peter does or don't do what Peter does. Um, but we, um, we love getting to stand in that city and think about the gospel traveling to that place. Um, because of this man and that he became the father of, of an entire movement, uh, as Jesus said, the rock of the church. And, um, so it was, I mean, he was of, of the folks we studied, you know, being, um, being actually someone who lived and walked with Jesus. It was, um, I think for me, one of the most spiritually deep and widening, um, parts for me to study um the and getting to dive into him as a saint was was fun as well uh, from that tradition and um so yeah it was a it was a beautiful experience that's awesome well like you said the the lyrics um are particularly rich you know not that they aren't yeah. all the other tracks but i find you know with this one I, there's a couple moments i i like anticipate every time i listen to the track um, yeah. In particular, that bridge, you know, as it yeah. was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be a world without end, amen. And and isn't that really such a beautiful description of God's kingdom? You know, like you know, God has this perfect ideal um, as it was in the beginning. Um, you know, but the is now yeah. part, you know, is maybe the challenge for believers. Uh, and ever shall be a world without end on that. And so, so yeah, as I think about the, you know, is now part of that, you know, how can we together as contemporary Christians and as I go to write about this song, maybe try to think about a way to try to apply that in our daily walks, you know, knowing we have the security of what the rest of this song says, of an inheritance that's through suffering and trial, you know, more worse than gold, our only hope, you know, so if we've got that kind of, and then actually that none can take away, not even death, with my last yeah. breath, I'll yeah. see my Savior's face. So if we can 
if we could live even more courageously than maybe we're currently doing, um, you know, what would your hope be for people as they maybe think about applying those kinds of bold words in their own testimonies and in their own walks? Yeah. You know, I, I have a close friend who went on the trip with us named Sarah McIntosh and um, oh, yeah, I love her. <laughs> she she's fantastic and she did a lot of the yeah. study for this project for us so that when we went to each of the cities she gave us we said give us one really human element of each person's story and um, so she was such a huge part of this project and then I think about actually how Sarah has influenced my life currently and in our friendship and relationship and something that she has really taught me is is to pull the words of scripture apart and so even even singing the phrase, this my inheritance, that's not something we would, I wouldn't walk around today and say, oh, this is my inheritance. It's very old language. And right. um, But something that Sarah has really impressed on me is to dive into the specific words, to study the Greek and the Hebrew and, and look at look at the truth behind the words, because there's so much more depth to scripture than we even realize. And so when we read something like, this my inheritance will never spoil or fade, what what did Peter mean when he said that? So, in, right. you know, like in that season, in that time, what would spoiling and fading look like? What are those words, how, how do those words translate? And so for me, it um, because it's scripture and because we have an ability to dive into the study, if, you, if you're on Bible Hub ever and you dig into the Strong's, uh, translation you get to see all of the Greek and the Hebrew and and um, for me that that has become something for me that is imperative to my study in scripture and how I make scripture relevant today for myself because I've read the Bible before I, I and, and when I read it again I want it to feel more alive and I want to understand more of the context and it takes digging into those words and dissecting those thoughts and those Hebrew idioms and and the reason why Peter said certain things to certain people and why Jesus said certain things to certain people, uh, we can have a broader and deeper understanding of those things, which then helps make applicable to our own lives uh, in today's context. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, And by the way, I fully do plan to do that. And one of the cool things I like about a word like inheritance, like you said, is it isn't something we say, and yet it's biblically true. And, yeah, right. and for me, what I like to be challenged by, so, you know, one of the reasons you guys are, like, one of my favorite bands to feature for my series is that you guys are so intentional as well. Mm. Um, and you're not, you're not writing songs purely, uh, you know, because of rhymes, for example, right? Like, right. Yeah. Uh, because you could do that. Yeah, I'm sure you guys would be yeah. great at it. And, um, <laughs> But but rather than just finding you know rhyming lines, how about there be some 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 deeper meaning, right? That almost yeah. requires the listener to reflect on it and and process a little bit, and then apply, right? So so for me, that's what I have been doing with this record. And you know, I'm actually feeling like like I underrated the record last year, even though I had it in my top ten uh, worship albums. Because literally, the more I dig in, the more I'm hearing, and I'm sure that was one of your guys hopes for this record yeah. was yeah. that yeah. there would be almost like a layers and layers and layers that people could discover um, with with uh, ongoing listens. So you were just touching on 
maybe that that answer um, for you, you know, has how Sarah has maybe helped you peel back a layer. Is there any other layer that's maybe peeled back for you on this song that you know has affected your walk in some way that you'd like me to share? Um, that's a, that's so great. Like this was one of the songs when we did the Poets and Saints tour last fall that surprised me um, because it felt just, you know, for me it was beautiful to sing the scripture, but you never, you never know how people will respond to certain songs. Um, And, and in that worship context, if we played a lot of new songs and this was actually one of the songs I looked forward to the most on that tour because it was during like a broken down set. So David and I came up to the front with uh, our cellist and drummer and we both played acoustic guitars and all around one microphone. And, um, and so we just kind of strummed this song out and people had, you know, most of them had never really heard it. It was the two months after the record had released and, and every night we would get to the part where we say, uh, not even death, till my last breath, I'll see my Savior's face. And and yeah. every room, every night, there was this slow, like, you could feel the bubble in the room, and everybody would just start to, like, come apart at the seams all together yeah. at the same time in that moment. And and I think growing up in the church, when we when we talk about heaven, when we talk about that future moment, a lot of times we think it's for later and kind of what you were saying earlier um, that it's really right now. And so the, the yeah. I think the reason why when we sing that phrase, the reason we have such a visceral reaction is because it's now. The later is actually now. <laughs> and we exactly. get to experience the goodness of God in the now together with each other. And so I just didn't see that coming in that song uh, and in those environments. And so it was, it was something that was really significant for me every night. And and I love the bridge too, because the bridge actually came from, uh, we went to a, a church service in uh, Oxford at Oxford university. And there was a men's choir singing that night and they were singing all these uh, liturgical hymns and Psalms and, and, uh, and that, is actually from a doxology. It's actually like the second doxology. Most people know the, the, you know, praise God from whom all blessings flow doxology. But this, this one is from another doxology. And, and I had had a recording of that on my phone and of this beautiful acapella doxology. And we said, we have got to somehow figure out how to put that into a song. And, and it made so much sense to pull those two pieces together. Um, and to sing that kind of as the capstone of the of the song. Well, and it, it fits Peter, really. You know, that's what's totally. so cool. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, as like a, a liturgical start of, you know, the start of liturgy, for that matter. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so, so it makes perfect sense to me that there would be a doxology-type um, capstone, as you said, I, which I think is, again, very intentional and, and, and intellectually, appeals to me just as much as it does melodically. So mm-hmm. so, so no, for awesome. me for me that's what I just love to do. Um I you know, as you know, um probably even more than you guys, I listen to music. Uh yeah, <laughs> I'm sure I, listen to, I listen to so much music and I just featured yeah. my eight hundred and forty forty fifth song this week. Oh my and, god, uh, that's amazing. And as I dig into all these different songs and all these different ways of trying to express 
um, you know, truth and how we respond to truth. Um, I'm, I'm consistently amazed and probably getting more amazed. And I, I think that's one of the blessings of being a believer is as you get older, <laughs> it's like you're even more moved and more touched, like you said. Because I, totally. I, yep. I saw you guys on that Poets and Saints tour as well, and I, I had that same visceral reaction you're talking about. And again, yep. I also had not spent a lot of time yet with these songs. Um, and so, yeah, the more time I'm spending with them, the more my reaction are deepening and yeah so i'm really looking forward to to doing this bible study um mm-hmm. you know not just on the actual scripture but I'll, i'm sure the holy spirit will inspire me to connect some other thoughts and uh and you've given me some more to think about as well as always so thank you once again because i oh, know this is your yeah. like sabbatical year so i do greatly appreciate you guys oh, still staying connected with me and doing this even uh while you're not on the on the road and everything Absolutely. It, we we love what you do and and I think the in, the intentionality the the way that you go about what you do is the reason we love having these conversations. It's a mutual respect for, for uh, intentionality. We'll so, we yeah, appreciate well, well, thank any you. chance we well, get. And I have talked to um my pastor and uh, when you guys come off sabbatical, we absolutely would love to have you. So, uh Awesome. Yeah, we'll we'll stay in touch and I I imagine there'll be a a fifth one of these conversations in the next few months. Uh, actually, maybe you could direct me if I were to uh, ruminate on another truth. Which one would you Ooh. say we haven't done yet that I should do? That's a good. Um, I feel like I need. I gotta look back at the songs now. I don't even know the own track. Oh, I, I have a feeling "Resting You" is probably the one we should we should touch on. That's- I think that's a pretty great one. Yeah. So let's let's plan let's plan for it. Maybe this fall or something we can circle back on that. But in the meantime, I'll get this up in the next month or so and send it back your guys' way and enjoy the rest of your summer. Perfect. Thanks, Kevin. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Leslie. All right. Talk soon. All right. Bye bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.